On this bonus episode of Progressive Palaver, Paul and Joe dip into the Progressive Palaver mailbag and answer some questions and talk about some of your comments. So the first question that I have, Joe, and this goes back to uh, one of our special episodes, and I was curious if you ever were able to find your Les Mis beach towel. I have not found my Les Mis beach towel <laughs> yet, although I have not opened up the trunk in which I think it's it's currently residing. So much like Schrodinger's cat, it could still be in there. We just wow. don't know. Okay. Well, I hope we find out before next summer. Okay. Uh, I I think that would. I, what I realized is that we need maybe in 2019, we need to have some giveaways on the palaver. We should <laughs> we should definitely have some giveaways, and I think the lame is beach towel should be the very first giveaway. You think that's it? <laughs> I'm sure people will be lining up for the lame is beach towel. For- from the uh, early 1990s. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, Joe. So we're here doing our, our mailbag episode. This is our second mailbag episode. Uh, uh, the first one was like a, from a year ago. We, and we, we I, do one a year, and maybe that's just the way we roll. <laughs> and if we're lucky, we publish it within the first three months of recording it. And <laughs> but there has been a lot going on with the uh, progressive palaver media and uh, and I'll just, I want to throw out a couple things first. I, I do want to, um, I want to give a shout out because uh, yesterday and today I was actually checking out project Gemini. Oh, and that, that of course is Mark Anthony K of the yes music podcast. Indeed. Progressive rock band, the, uh, the Canadian contingent of the yes music podcast. So, uh, and it, it tickled my fancy because he has a Christmas release. Uh, it is the Christmas, it's called the Christmas release actually. And it is an instrumental track and uh, reminding, he mentions it reminds him of the first snowfall and of, of Christmas day. So, um, and his latest album, man of science, man of dreams, uh, is also recent. It's available on Bandcamp, so you can check out Project Gemini. So Project has a K in it instead of a C, and Gemini actually has the the, the word I at the end of it, E Y. Yeah. But but um, one of the things I wanted to point out is there are a couple tracks on Man of Science, Man of Dreams, and um, surprisingly, what I would never expect it because it is a little bit on the the proggy metal side. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which I which I, I I enjoy you know progressive metal I guess as much as the next person but it doesn't necessarily dominate my listening um, but one of the things that I wasn't expected on a couple of the tracks um, which are very progressive uh, he has some really tasty keyboards and some sort of Jacob's ladder era kind of keyboard sounds going on really? which 
cool. which I really, really enjoyed. So Project Gemini, Mark Anthony K. We, uh, we need to have Mark and uh, and Kevin on. We need to uh, we need to sit down and have a round table. Yes, with, about with Tormato, probably. A prop Tormato would be the the perfect uh, reason for us to get together. It would be. I I, I definitely definitely think so. And um, speaking of of yes and albums and songs that you are and I may not be one hundred percent fans of, our uh, our British friend Bodkin, who has uh, given us many great discussions of his uh, his uh, different perspective coming from from Britain. Uh, he <laughs> we posted an article about Sound Chaser. And he commented how much he loved the article, but that he still couldn't figure out how we can love Yes so much and not love Oops. their most uh, experimental experimental heights. So um, we uh, we had some fun banter back and forth. He also had a great discussion with him about the Rush song Red Lenses because he had a very interesting perspective coming from his his uh, you know his perspective as a Brit and what what he kind of thought about. Uh, those and then kind of where we were coming from is you know growing up in the 80s in america so it was kind of a fun fun discussion that we had there as well very cool yeah and brian o'sullivan if you were i don't know if you remember this joe when we were talking about 90125 we we talked about some car commercial like we couldn't get this mm. car commercial memorex tapes we couldn't figure it out and he actually solved the mystery it was actually the sparkomatic car uh, sound really so spark sparkomatic sound so he was posting about he found like a bumper sticker at the from the 90125 tour that had sparkomatic sound on it awesome so uh so brian o'sullivan uh do we cheers ha- do we have a, a link to that uh, commercial yet i don't think we had a link to it i don't know if we could find a link but we did we did see the bumper sticker picture uh which would be on our facebook page if you uh if you go through um, some other yes, love happening. Um, we are our, our good friend of the palaver, Patrick Tully. Oh yeah. Was uh, recently uh, he checks in a lot. He was checking in during the magnification episode, which was quite recent. And he mentioned that he was worried that there was a, a large gap of time between our last uh, episode. And he was starting to wonder if, if the palaver something happened to us. So uh, <laughs> it's good to, know. good to know that, uh, you know, he was checking it out and, you know, don't worry. We were just busy listening to Steven Wilson, uh, you know, for, for a couple of uh, months there. Listen to and, a lot uh, of Steven Wilson. <laughs> yeah. So if this, if this mailbag episode is published prior to, prior to Christmas, um, it might make sense uh, based on our couple, of episodes coming out uh some other great stuff happening tim winter on facebook uh commented on our open your eyes episode he said love billy sherwood but yeah this album is ugh (laughs) so uh, lots of love for billy sherwood but not so much for open your eyes um and then here's some fun. So Ken Fuller, who got the shout out at Yes 50, we were kind of yep. stalking each other at the Philadelphia Fan Fest when it came to Yes 50. So um, not too long uh, after that, uh, 
Ken had been going through the Marillion episodes, and he said that we, uh, meaning Ken and the Palaver, are uh, pretty much in sync with the Marillion. He said he definitely would have only done one episode for Somewhere Else, Happiness is the Road, and Sounds as well. So, oh, really? So he was like, we are, uh, you know, uh, somewhat in sync. So it was kind of remarkable in that in that sense. Interesting. And, um, and of course, also Ken is a big fan of the band Yes. So I'm sure he's enjoying, enjoying that. Speaking of Marillion, Dan Sherman, uh, on our Happy Thanksgiving post, he checked in and said that he was listening to Marillion's Unplugged at the Walls during his meal preparation. Nice. Yeah. And uh, also a big shout out to Dan because Dan also enjoys uh, calling out uh, one or more of my typos uh, when I post. Because <laughs> my Instagram posts are generally done at, you know, somewhere between 6 and 7 a.m., usually in the morning, not too long after I awake for the day. And before I get busy with anything else, I will uh, post a picture and whatever I want to say. And Let's just say early morning, my uh, my digits aren't working so well on the on the cell phone there. So uh, occasionally, a few hours later, I'll notice a typo and have to go edit it. So uh, on that occasion, one occasion, um, Dan mentioned that uh, I said something like, "I'm you may have to check it out," and he said, and I I said N A Y, so nay. So thank you for keeping me honest out there. Good stuff. All right, some other fun stuff. Um, can, can I step in with some fun stuff? Oh my! I'm sorry. I'm just going down my list. You, I, you I'm are, sorry, dude. Yeah. So uh, you know, I want to bounce over to to Twitter for a little bit here. Nice. Um, and uh, so again, uh, we have uh, we have a friend, Jamie J. He's at Scandic Brit, and he's got a couple posts. He liked our Marillion episodes. He uh, and he asks, "What are what?" What's your opening music in the podcast? So, of course, this is oh. this this is an original composition by a friend of the podcast, Dave DeWitt, and uh, it is actually available on uh, on the various uh, music services. Yep. And and how is it? What's the title of it? I've never even looked it up. I believe the title is Progressive Palaver Theme. There you go. <laughs> um, so Jamie had another good one um, just this week, as a matter of fact. Um, this this. This was a great little post. He said, I was never a big Yes fan, but loved 90125 after hearing your great pod. Which, you know, that's that's high praise as far as I'm concerned. I agree. Given the fact that we spent, what, 30 minutes talking about just owner of a lonely heart? Yeah. <laughs> but, but of wow. course, he, uh, he then went on to say, but was equally mystified by the lack of love for vapor trails. <laughs> That is, I get it, right? Yeah, that's funny. Um, Mike O'Connor told us um, back in early November that he was catching up on the Keys Studio episode today and put me on the That That Is team. My favorite track on that album, and depending on the day, it's more likely than not in my top 10 tracks for Yes Official overall. So some big love for That That Is. Wow, how about that? And it's funny that you you mentioned Mike O'Connor because he uh, just put a comment on Instagram. That's one really? of the fun funniest comments I've ever had. 
So we recently posted a big announcement coming from Progressive Palaver that we should stay tuned. And his comment was, you're hitting the road and will now be the third musical group touring under the Yes banner. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's, uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can take Tony with us. I think we should for sure. We're gonna we're gonna need some uh, some badassery. <laughs> we are there. gonna need some badassery, absolutely. All right, we can bounce it back over to you, Paul. Well, I want to give a quick shout out to um, my favorite Instagram handle that follows us on the Palaver. And it is, I, I, you know, I'm looking right now to see if I can figure out uh, if, say it. <laughs> if she puts her name in there. She says, I don't think she puts her name in, in this, but she is the keyboardist for a prog metal band Ooh. division by zero. And you can check them out on Spotify, but her handle on Instagram is boobs play Prague, which I think is perfect. So you never know what our friends are on uh, the Palaver are going to do. But Brian Morris has gone ahead and on Facebook, he posted on our page uh, 20 albums that became the soundtrack for his 2018. Okay. So his favorite albums of 2018. I, I mean, I could not even name 20 albums that came out in 2018. So I'm already... Um, I'm already sort of intimidated by this list. And while I was listening to Yes, Genesis, and Stephen Wilson all year, uh, I missed a lot. So Elvis Costello apparently had a new album that came out. That was his number two. Uh, the Finn Brothers, who knew? Neil and Liam Finn had his album, Light Sleeper. Steve Perry, of course, I think everybody knows that that. And I don't even know which one of these bands are notable or not, because while I do recognize the Innocence Mission, I don't know if that's the same band that was the Innocence Mission back in the early 90s. Could have been. Um, The Decemberists apparently had an album come out, I'll Be a Girl. I'm going to definitely check that one out. So a few few highlights from Brian Morris – and uh, I, I don't think I've listened to anything on uh, any of these. Any of these ring a bell for you, Joe? No, I've been listening to the the same albums that you have been yeah. all year. Uh, and honestly, it was I was surprised by the the deep the deep Stephen Wilson dive that occurred. That was sort of unplanned. Mm. Um, you know, obviously we we knew we were going to do the back half of the yes catalog and we knew we were going i would i had started preparing for genesis months ago um just to sort of establish a baseline there but the stephen wilson thing was you know we, we sort of brought that at the at the 11th hour and like i said the the veracity with which i i began to consume certainly the last three albums surprised even me Yes, and I look forward to those episodes hitting the airwaves early 2019, probably, right? So uh, that will be fun to have 
And yeah, and a, probably a special concert series, an, a second ca- special concert series episode on Stephen Wilson's To the Bone Tour. Oh, yes. I'm very much looking forward to that. The other thing I wanted to uh, give a shout out. So a couple, cu- two more shout outs, if I can. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's our show, Paul. We can do whatever we first, want. <laughs> first, our friends at Total Mass Retain, who um getting a lot of love uh, from our most recent interviewee. Uh, which I'll keep under wraps just in case we send this out before that last episode comes out. Did I just blow it anyway? No, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Total Mass Retain, uh, the Palaver Zone, or should I say the Palaver Zone, Ken Gregory uh, has hit the road and seen um, Total Mass Retain a couple times and uh, has been having some fun with them. So special shout out to them. You should check out Total Mass Retain if you're in the New York area. Absolutely. And can uh, get, catch catch a show. Um, they are spectacular. And I do want to shout, uh, throw a shout out to another podcast out there. Um, it's called Now That's a Mouthful, and it is Donna Desfor and Cherie Krause who talk about food and and how to prepare it and how to love it and how to eat it, enjoy it. And they have an awesome theme song for season two, uh, which was done by Yours Truly. Oh, there you go. So, so. Um, so deep connection there. So Kristana is my sister. So she uh, has her podcast and uh, it's a lot of fun and they're in the midst of their second season. And it is a great thing to listen to around the holidays because it basically just talks all about cooking and different ways to uh, do fun things in the kitchen. So and I'm sorry, now that's Paul, can, a mouthful. can you remind me what the name of that was? Now that's a mouthful. Now that's a mouthful. All right. Yeah. Going to have to uh, subscribe to that myself post haste. I think that we need to plan to have another conversation with Total Mass Retain at some point in 2019. Mm. Um, Maybe before we see them in Philly. I mean, we see yes in Philly. I don't know that Total Mass Retain is going to be there again. But I would imagine that, you know, if we're in close proximity, that would be cool to sit down and and talk with them. But I definitely want, you know, because when we talked to, to those guys originally, they were kind of just, they were really literally starting out and um, they seemed to really be doing some great stuff. And I, I'd be curious to check in with them and see, you know, what, what their 2018 has been like and, and, you know, what they're looking forward to uh, coming up in 2019. I like this. We are creating a 2019 Palaver resolutions page right now. Oh, so. are we? Okay. I think our first resolution is going to be total mass retain some type of interview of, with them, or, or or we should just hang out with them. It would just be fun to yeah, just, it, uh, it would be fun to hang out with them. Um, a total mass retain hangout will be our uh, first item, and I'm going to go ahead and put as our second item giveaways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and number three will be a a Tormato roundtable with the Yes Music podcast. I like it. So, Kevin and Mark, if you're listening, this is an open invitation. I think we should uh, we should arrange a roundtable and discuss Tormato at great length. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll now, add to that list as we go. Now, um, going back all the way into, heaven help us, the email, I got uh, a very, very fascinating email a um, couple of months ago, actually from from one Robert K and it is 
the, the subject on this is 90125 from someone who lived it. Oh. So he says, hey, guys, I've only listened to the first half hour of your recent 90125 podcast, which means he didn't even get to the album itself. (laughs) 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 But you asked for the view of someone who lived through the release of 90125, and that's me. I was about 29 years old when 90125 came out, and I was amazed and surprised. I had been a big fan of Yes since Fragile came out in 1971, and I was a senior in high school, and had followed them pretty closely ever since. You need to understand that there was no internet, and the only way to get information was through magazines, which in the U.S. were not real plentiful. And if you didn't have money for magazines, which I didn't at the time, you were left trying to find out what was going on. I really liked Age's first album, and I knew that Hal was busy and Yes was done. So... The first I heard of the new Yes album was when I took one of my many trips to the local Peaches record store in Denver. Hmm. I lived about a block away and would walk there to poke around at least once a week. Boy, those were the days, weren't they? I I was just literally thinking about that this morning. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love Well, of course, you know, being a, you know, a a vinyl hipster, I can still have the experience. But there you go. That was that was fun. Um often with a baby on my back. It was our typical walk together. Now that's cool. I like that. Mm. There it was in the new releases, and I was absolutely stunned. The band was dead as far as I knew. I turned it over and saw Trevor Horn's name as producer, and Tony Kay was back. And who's this new guy on guitar? Four question marks. Mm. The album was on vinyl, as was everything at that point. I was a very early CD adopter, so so early that I had to register with the U.S. government when I bought it because it meant that I now owned a laser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is, that's OG right there. That is awesome. Um, So there's more about early CD players, which is funny. But anyway, we'll, we'll skip ahead. But when I bought 90125, I did not have the CD player yet, so I bought it on vinyl. And then I bought it again. In fact, that album was one of the very first CDs I bought, even though I already had it on vinyl. And I told my wife I was not going to replace my many vinyl records with CDs. But I loved this album too much to not have it on CD. I thought it was fantastic. I saw the tour twice, once on each U.S. leg of the tour in Denver and in Boulder, my first Yes shows. I thought it was great, but there was quite a disconnect between this and what Yes sounded like. It was, and still is, of course, quite a shift in their sound. I was stunned, but imagine my joy when my middle school school students thought a band that I had loved for years was suddenly cool. Hmm. The wait for Big Big Generator was interminable and ultimately did not deliver what I'd hoped. Lately, I've been working my through my way through the Yes albums, one each day, and tracking my journey on Twitter, at R. Keeley. That's K-E-E-L-E-Y. Thanks for your podcast. Fun to listen to. Wow. So, very cool. I thought that was, uh, that was you know, that was a very compelling um, email that we got. That is cool. I wonder if somewhere in the annals of the U.S. government offices, there is a list of people who had lasers in the 1980s. You know, that's I, insane. It's it's probably out on the internet somewhere. 
Oh my gosh. Um, about a month ago, we got an email from friend of the palaver, Dan Sherman, reporting in from Chicago, and he sent us a, a photograph. Maybe I can and forward this to you, and you can put it on the show notes for this if we do that. I don't know if we do that for... Would be odd. Bags. It'd kind of be ironic to do show notes for the mailbag episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, maybe we can just post it on Instagram or anything. We could. We could. Well, maybe I'll ask Dan if he's okay with that. But anyway, um, hello, this is Dan... Sherman reporting from Chicago. Sorry, don't know who else to send this to. Don't think anyone, anyone else, don't think I know anyone else that might find it funny except you palaver dudes. <laughs> the attached photo is a view this morning of Millennium Park as seen from further north on Michigan Avenue. Looks to me like they are trying to reenact the album cover of Gentle Giant's debut. Hmm. So. Wow. There you go. Cool. So we, like I said, I can forward that to you. We can, uh, if if Dan's okay, we can post that out. Yeah, I'll post it with a typo just just for him. Just for him. That's that's nice of you. <laughs> um, that's cool. I love that Dan utilizes all of the social media outlets to uh, communicate with us. And he did send us. This is this is phenomenal. He sent us this picture from. In, in honor of Fish's birthday. And it's it's a picture of Fish and Tony Banks, and they're wearing each other's shirts. Oh, yes. I do remember that. That is awesome. So that was, uh, that was pretty, cool. pretty awesome. I did find something about tex from Texas Health and Human Services, of course. Something about that the laser registration had to do with the radiation control. Does that make sense to you? It does. Is that why, I mean, that why people were registering their CD players? Yeah, it 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 makes sense back then. Um, I Couldn't think. maybe you could only have like you know six CD players on your street, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we are. So that's the mailbag. Um, you know, and and thank right. you obviously to everyone who does reach out to uh, to the palaver in the various, um, various, all three or four forms of, of contact social media that we have. Um, we do really, we, we really do appreciate it, even though we do these episodes once a year. Um, you know, we, we really do, uh, appreciate the information and the feedback and the discussion. We, we think it's, uh, it's quite fun. So, you know, we'd like to, you know, we get caught up, I guess, with, with regular life, but we do like to, uh, you know, take a break every now and again and, 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 go into these and sort of, you know, give you guys some, some love. So we appreciate it. Yeah. Keep it coming and let us know your ideas for giveaways for 2019. That's, that's right. Maybe we can give, uh, you know, signed pictures of Thor or something, you know, that would be terrific. Or we could give signed copies of the progressive palaver theme by there, Dave DeWitt. There you, go. There we you could go. Burn a bunch of CDs and send them out or just, you know, send it to them on a little flash drive. Yeah. Who knows what? Who knows what we could do? The well, world is our oyster. Hopefully, our listeners will know what we can do, and <laughs> they'll tell us. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so we'll uh, we'll put a pin in this one, and stay tuned for the 2019 episode of the Palaver Mailbag. You never know when it's going to show up.
Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of Progressive Palaver. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, you know, we I don't know that we were comprehensive in our coverage of, of all of the correspondence we, we received, but we do um, appreciate and talk about everything that you guys send us. So please keep everything coming in 2019 and beyond. We are available, obviously, um, through Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are at Progpala on all of those. And you can email us. Our email address is progpala at gmail.com. Progressive Palaver is, as always, available for subscription and download on Apple, uh, Google, and Spotify. And we are hosted on SoundCloud. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.